Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, I'm Ryan LaPlante, and I'm one of the crazy founders of Dumb Dumbs and Dice, the podcast production company that's making the podcast you're listening to right now. Now, we're clearly busy. We're producing five weekly podcasts and a sixth event podcast, but we want to take this time to invite you to become a part of our company and a part of our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. You can get access to our Discord, access to exclusive DM and character chats. You can get the chance to name characters in our shows and vote on the way their stories will progress. You can even become a recurring NPC and hear yourself interacting with our characters each week through the voice of Tom. You can become a patron for as little as $1, and there's great value for you at even that level. So please, join the Dum Dums and Dice family and help us make even more content in a way that you are guaranteed to love. That's patreon.com slash dumdumdice. D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. So let's do something dumb together, and thanks for listening. I am Executron, god of merchandising, and I came into existence because Dum Dums and Dice has its own merchandise. That's a god pun. Get it? Dice? Merchandise? Anyways, you can get t-shirts, hoodies, spiral notebooks, clocks, wall art, throw pillows, bags, and even stickers emblazoned with your favorite Dum Dums and Dice characters and their catchphrases. There are plenty of different designs available, so there is guaranteed to be something you love. To show your love of Dum Dums and Dice, go to redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. That's D-U-M-B. D-U-M-B. D-I-C-E. One more time for the mortals in the back. Redbubble.com slash people slash dice. Get your merchandise today. All art supplied by the brilliant decapitated markers. Welcome, children of the night, to Blood and Syrup, a Vampire the Masquerade live play podcast. I am your host, Count Vlad von Lestat. Drinker of blood, keeper of the chronicle, and all around a spooky dude. <laughs> 
Last time, the Coterie continued their confrontation at Mayday Malone's. Everett learned more about the orphans, the vampiric biker gang led by a kindred named Pierre. Ridley and Everett clashed over morality, and Iris used her newfound powers to enthrall Mad Martha. But when the party split up, the spell was broken, and now Mad Martha is out for revenge. Abandon hope. Are ye who listen here? Ah, 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 ah. So, Tyler, Everett has driven this car for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, this has been kind of your, I think your, maybe not your first car, maybe your second car. Like, <laughs> I think it's, it's, okay, it's, yeah. it's, it's been a while. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you're, you're pretty good at handling it. This is, this is like, you know, it, it fits yeah. like a glove. I've uh, been attacked from the backseat of my own car before. <laughs> yeah, this is at least your third rodeo. Um, but uh, as uh, your head uh, bashes off of uh, Ridley's uh, rather impressive noggin, uh, hitting just that sweet, sweet tuft of Philip Seymour Hoffman hair on the way through, um, you, uh, you briefly see stars um, and you lose your grip on the steering wheel. Uh, so my question to you is, what do you do? Are you trying to right the car's path? Are you dealing with Martha? What's uh, what's your first move? I'm going to pull over. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to try and pull over as safely as possible. I'm not going to do this action movie shit where, like, I fucking floor it while we fight someone. Okay, so can you roll me? I sensibly pull the car over to the side of the road. Yeah, this is what the, this is what the listeners signed up for. Sensible driving. Sensible choices. I put on my four ways. <laughs> You're like, get out the road flare. That's right, like, yeah. yeah. This, this, is act, um, uh, this season is sponsored by Young Drivers of yeah. Ontario. Uh, by Qu- Quebec. <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, yeah, touche. Uh, honestly, someone uh, swerving all over the road in a deadly act is pretty Quebec driving. Yep, yep, um, yep. All right, so can you roll me a composure and drive check, please? All right, composure is three. And drive is one. And I believe you have one. And I am right hungry, now? so I'll put... <laughs> yeah, I'm the only one who's not hungry because I ate a person until they died. <laughs> Slake that thirst. Okay, so I have... Do you want to know the result of each die? Um, just let me know. Um, so uh, just as a refresher, a one to five is a failure. A six to nine is a success. A ten is a success with the potential for a critical. Okay, so I have... What's a one? Uh, one to five is just a regular failure, unless you've got hunger dice, in which case uh, bestial failure can happen. Okay. So it's a one on my ability dice. It's an eight on my hunger dice. Okay, that's fine. So that still counts as a, a success. Okay. Um, so that's three successes then. Um, all right. So for those listening, we haven't played for three months. Yeah, it was <laughs> the summertime. <laughs> First pilot. Now it's almost Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> that sums Precisely. up all of our emotional states. Yeah, continue, Tom. Um, I'm actually now played by uh, Anna Kendrick uh, is is playing the role of Tom McGee on, on this particular show. Um, Where did that come change? from? I don't know. I'm tired. Leave me alone. I mean, she looks like hell, but she's doing her best. Um, I was going to jump in with that joke before you said anything, Miles, and be like, uh, and Miles is now played by, but then you, you jumped in. So anyway, it's been a long time. We're all different people. Beards were grown. Beards were shaved. Uh, and they're back. Yeah. Yeah. Yay, winter. Um, all right, so um, Everett, uh, you managed to, uh, again, this isn't your, your your first time getting hit in the back of the head <laughs> while driving your car. Um, you pull over to the side of the road. Um, luckily, traffic's kind of bad anyway, so it's not the worst. You just seem like a shitty Uber driver. Um, <laughs> the guy driving uh, Iris would never do this because that would affect his rating. But for you, this is fucking fine. Mm. So, um, yeah, you just kind of like pull up on the curb um, a couple people kind of scatter. Luckily, it's like late enough at night that there's there's only kind of a few drunk revelers. Um, I'm gonna see if they notice what's going on in the car, mind you. 
Yeah, you're good. Um, good. So uh, the car screeches to a halt, um, and uh, Ridley, you uh, have just bounced off of uh, Everett's head. Um, you had no comfortable padding. The hat brim kind of gets in your eye. Um, but, uh, yeah, you've still got Martha's, uh, hands on the side of your head. I'm going to say what you do is occurring at the same time that Tyler's, uh, safely driving the car on. Yeah. I think I just like you fucking asshole. Uh, <laughs> and then I'm going to try to like, I want to get her in a headlock around like the broken arm. Like I want to try to do some <laughs> wrestle jitsu. Yeah, now, so, so, that's my fighting style. We're stuck with that. Car, okay. car jitsu. <laughs> I want to do, yeah, car jitsu because it's here, but otherwise it's just rep- wrestle jitsu th- everywhere else. I think it's context jitsu of just <laughs> wherever, whatever's going on. It's the jitsu of that. It's, it's location based jitsu. Locational I, jitsu. I, yeah. I am a master of wherever I am. Um, but yeah, so I want to try to like essentially disable her. She's okay. got a broken arm that's been healing, but it's not that great. Yeah, no, no, no. She needs some actual time and like yeah. she needs to feed. I'll fucking break it again. Uh, <laughs> I honest lady, nothing. All right, so I'm going to need from you, please, a strength and brawl check. Uh, Because you have a specialty in grapple, you can add one additional uh, dice to that check. How many dice are you rolling? Uh, Well, I've got three in strength. I rolled four for my check. Three in brawl, plus I get a bonus for grappling. Also, uh, no hunger because I ate a guy (laughs) who died. That's a, oh shit, what a terrible fucking roll. Uh, that is two successes. Oh, not enough, I'm afraid. Um, so you are good at context jitsu, but you're not great at car swerving up onto a curb jitsu. I don't do park jitsu, it's a problem. <laughs> uh, so as the car slams uh, slams to a halt. <laughs> if only you'd spin up, <laughs> I say as I botch my hold. Yeah, uh, so you, she's, uh, she's actually moving pretty quick um, despite her injuries, uh, and you realize kind of how powerful... Uh, the glamour that Iris had cast on her was because uh, outside of that, she's pretty spooky. Um, so that brings us to her. So initiative doesn't really exist in this game the way it does in, say, Dungeons and Dragons or anything else. Um, basically, what we'll do is describe what's going on. Uh, you guys describe what you want to do. I'll tell you how it plays out and uh, in what order. Great. I Knowing that she and I are now sort of grappling, I want to do that awkward thing where like the dad tries to deal with the kid who's getting antsy in the back seat, where I'm trying to throw myself over the passenger seat into the back seat. So trying to like her. actively clamber into the back? While gra- yeah, like I just I want to get closer for more grappling. The problem is I was trying to do front seat jitsu okay. and I want to do back seat jitsu. So you're kind of on my shoulder, like you're you're occupying the empty space. I've just hurled myself in between those two things to try oh, to grapple okay. better. <laughs> okay. Cool. Um, And Tyler, what are you doing? Well, I was going to just take out my gun and just stick it back there and be like, stop it. But (laughs) you still can. (laughs) No, no, there's a big British man in that space now. I I buy you trying to do that because, again, this is going to happen concurrently. So I think it's like you draw your gun and he just starts clambering over your arm. Yeah, like I'm trying to pin her and you're trying to get her to stop fighting. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Yeah, so I'll, I'll, I'll draw my pistol, pull the hammer back and and point it at her head. Just like, stop it now. Uh, okay, wicked. Um, so she's going to try and um, just, like, punch your face in. Just invert your face um, as you climb back. So, Ryan, go ahead and roll me another uh, brawl and uh, strength and brawl. Uh, and she is going to roll strength and brawl as well. Meanwhile, I'm drinking sparkling water and listening to Enya. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, like, a, yeah, I, you know... Um, I just like to make sure that I have all available Sirius XM satellite radio stations, and no one thought I should get the Enya one. Who's laughing now? He thinks to himself, because he is respecting your no-talking rule. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's so smug, but you'll never know. 
Uh, Ryan, how'd you do? I have five successes, and one of them is a ten. Oh, oh okay. Well, you, you beat the shit out of my three. <laughs> um, I fucking told you. Uh, all right. So yeah, you you managed to like uh, like pin her to the back seat, um, just like <laughs> straddling her. Uh, she tries to get a couple punches uh, in, but uh, the the car is just too small. And yeah, Everett, I think you're awkwardly trying to aim around. Neither of them seems to be paying any attention. Um, but you know. You did it. <laughs> it's there. Um, I'm going to say, as you have your gun trained on them, uh, you begin to kind of look around. You realize how crowded the street is. Uh, and now oh, okay. that you've regained control of the car, it might behoove you to get the fuck out of Dodge. Yeah, if you've got her, I'm, I'm going to put the gun away and, and I'll g- drive. So you pull awkwardly back into traffic. No, and I signal first, you know. Well, I, I understand. It's awkward only off. because there's so much traffic. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, if you want to learn more, you should pick up the guidebook at um, <laughs> Wicked. So, um, Tyler, what would be your intention? Uh, still to head to Hell on Wheels, or would you be trying to find like a back alley to handle this? Um, I well, I, I mean, we can't let uh, Iris um, head off by herself, and you know, she doesn't necessarily know that we've run into this situation. So, I would be still trying to get us to the the club. Cool. She doesn't go in solo or anything. All right. So, um, smash cut to Iris. Um, so, what Enya song is ending as you pull up to the biker bar? Only time. The only Has it Enya just song. been only time on a loop? Yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> it's a really specific XM station. Um, so, the driver pulls you around um, a corner and you start heading down um, what could uh, politely be described as a dirt path. Um, it's, it's kind of gravelly and it's definitely on the edge of town now. Like you're not, it's, it's one of those weird kind of suburban corners you can turn where suddenly it's like, I was in a city. Oh wait, what? Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, uh, kind of, uh, ahead at the end of a cul-de-sac, there's kind of a bunch of, um, single level houses. Uh, and at the end there is just a, a kind of massive biker bar. Um, and it's, um, it's got kind of a, um, a large, a faded uh, metal sign uh, that says hell on wheels. It's got like a, a motorcycle wheel. It's on fire. Um, and it's uh, like, think sort of a classic roadhouse. So um, <laughs> it's a gnarly, cause it's also a strip club. What a gnarly ass fucking club. Dude, I've literally seen <laughs> this on bar rescue. It's oh, a real I believe thing. You. Yeah. It's just, um, so um, yeah. And it's, it's literally got like uh, places to like tie up horses out front that like bikes are parked what? at. It, it's like one of those bars that is just really leaning into the theme of like, this is where you'd come. It's a saloon, and it's not There's a saloon. There's an Aztec temple underneath wow. this bar, for sure there is. <laughs> I mean, you know, we've, <laughs> we've seen movies. Um, but, uh, yeah, for you, this is this is kicking off your, your spidey sense in a pretty bad way. Um, and because uh, you have Auspix, uh, I'm going to say you do get kind of a flash that this truly... I mean, Tyler was joking, but logistically, this is... This place seems far too busy for the size, and... Um, I know Ridley kind of talked about like we'll just roll up on this place and kill everyone. This is like there are a ton of, of vamps outside. Um, there's a lot of traffic, and you, I think, kind of looking around and realizing that um, the car hasn't followed. You're really kind of in enemy territory. So the driver pulls uh, pulls politely up, you know, at a at an appropriate distance. He does that like is here okay thing <laughs> that Uber drivers seem to do. Um, and, uh, out the window, you can see, um, there's, uh, sort of like three incredibly burly bikers. You can't tell if they're vamps or not, but they're wearing the same outfit as, as Martha. Um, and they're just kind of like, uh, they're talking over their bikes, but as soon as they see this weird, like SUV roll up, you can see they all kind of reach for weapons. 
nope, this isn't the right place. Um, <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe go around the corner. Oh, oh, uh, I'm so sorry. Sometimes That's it's okay. GPS. That's okay. That's okay. Uh, so then he like just eases around the corner and you can see the bikers um, look almost surprised. Um, they, you, I guess, get the sense that maybe they expected you were going to like roll down the window with a newsie. Um, so the fact that you didn't, they're, they're just kind of, you know, on alert, but not, they're not chasing you or anything. Right. Um, so the car comes around the corner, um, and he says, okay, so are, are you sure you want to be let off here? I mean, look, I, I didn't want to say anything before, but I recognize you and I understand you're, you know, you're a big deal. And, and I, I know that maybe your, your poetry takes you to some interesting places, but, um, I, this is a really bad part of town and this is a really bad club. I mean, the strippers aren't even very good. We're in Montreal. The strippers here are very good. Oh, well, is there an, have you been inside that club? Uh, no, no, but I, I've dropped some people off here who never raided or tipped. Uh, and um, I saw a couple of their names show up in the newspaper, if you know what I mean. Dead. Uh, uh, Dead is what I mean. Oh, 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 goodness. Um, no, um, I, I think I think I'll be okay. I'll, I'll be able to handle myself. I'm, I'm waiting for people. Oh, uh, okay. Well, uh, feel free to take some sparkling water for the road. I will. Thank you. Uh, you're most welcome. Uh, I should also say, Miles, uh, because you're a vamp now, and we talked about this a bit on your airplane ride in, I think Iris has yet to give up on trying to enjoy things she enjoyed in life. Yeah. It tastes awful yeah. and making you feel so ill, That's but okay. God damn it. I'm going to drink it. You're going to drink it. All right, great. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I just imagine it's like the little sip and the... Uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, he, he gives you a bottle of sparkling water, um, and, um, he, uh, leaves you sort of on the curb. I'm going to say you're kind of around the corner from the club. Mm-hmm. You can still hear it. Um, but it is very much, um, sort of, uh, a, a small kind of, aside from the club, quiet ish kind of rundown suburban area. I text Emily my location just in case. <laughs> um, so, um, yeah, you can hear the five stars ping on this guy's phone as he drives away from mm-hmm. Emily. And then um, you get a message back from her saying like, um, yep, uh, very good, Iris. Also, I think you're going to love the place um, that I found. It's good. And then the message cuts off. Fucking Emily. <laughs> Smash get back to the car. Um, so Ridley, uh, you've got her grappled. She's fighting to get out of your arms. Um, what's your end game here? Is it to like... Because, I mean, originally you kind of hoped she'd walk you into this club because she was glamoured. But now that she isn't, she's, like, aggressively trying to murder you guys. What do you do? Well, I feel like I, I'm, like, I got to hurt her enough that she stops fighting. Like, it's not personal, but she also established herself as a badass. So this isn't a scenario where I'm, like, oh, I'm I'm hurting a good person. <laughs> I'm, like, no, she's a fucking murderer. <laughs> like, I would say... I probably try to break that other arm. Like if I could just take both arms out of the <laughs> equation, this fight's over. Uh, okay. So go ahead and roll me in a post check as she f- fights to not get her arm broken. <laughs> Four successes. One of them a 10. Damn. I got uh three and one of them is 10. So you win again. <laughs> Um, she screams it seems to be more enraged than in pain Um, like you just get the sense that this is one of those people who just gets mad Um, but uh, you can also see that she's she's fading she's you're the one making me do this I don't want to fucking hurt you what do I do with the crazy lady you you killed my friends and then you made me sing a song and I fucking hate songs and I'm gonna kill both you motherfuckers and I'm gonna find that lady I'm gonna kill her too 
Okay, this is not going well. Like we're driving through traffic, <laughs> yeah. but very safely. <laughs> Everyone, I don't know. She seems like she's going to try to fucking kill us. Can you? How does the glamour work? What did they fucking tell you? Um, so the venture didn't give you, uh, or sorry, the Camarilla didn't give you any information about glamours or anything because that's not really your jam. Oh, okay. Um, then I'll have to role play as if I don't know. Yeah, Shoot. I know. I know, and you're so knowledgeable. <laughs> <laughs> you literally wrote the book on Vampire the Masquerade. By Tyler Hewitt. Yeah. Um, Tyler Masquerade, they called you. <laughs> uh, yeah, his maiden name was White Wolf. Um, but uh, you, the things you know about taking out vampires, if vampires take enough damage, they fall into torpor, which is essentially um, a catatonic state. Um, if you stake a vampire, that's what happens to them. It's kind of awful because you're still fully aware. You're just paralyzed. Um, so I guess when they were kind of giving you... And I, I think maybe you would have encountered stuff like this before in your your kind of investigation into vampires. Mm. Um, but basically, if you want to dispose of Martha, your options are knock her into torpor and then dispose of the body somewhere and just have her wake up and do whatever, or knock her into torpor, in your case, drain her, or basically decapitate or set her on fire. Um, but I mean, ultimately the, the problem you've got is you have a highly aggressive monster in your car. Yeah. So it's up to you guys. If you, I you can only break so many fucking limbs before there's no limbs left. <laughs> this is a fucking Knights of Knee scenario. Why the fuck is it Black Knight? Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> so <laughs> in character, uh, <clears throat> you broke her arm. I broke both fucking arms. Break her legs. Buckle her in. <laughs> we'll figure this out later. All right. You know what? When a man says clear orders, I sometimes fucking like to do them. Uh, all right. Um, Tyler, what uh, what song do you turn on to cover the sounds of this as as you kind of drive <laughs> drive through downtown Montreal on your way to this suburban club? Uh, Maxwell's Hammer. <laughs> <laughs> it's just I turn off the radio and it happens to be the Beatles song. Beatles, I think, or yeah, is it yeah, just yeah, John? No, it's, it's or Paul. I can't remember. Uh, but yeah, just Maxwell's hammer, just like the clang, 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 going. Yeah, yeah. All right, amazing. Uh, I'm not gonna make your roll for that. I think you kind of got her at your. But she's got no arms. <laughs> this is fucking crunch. That doesn't crunch. make her any less capable. But you rolled very well. Um, it does make it harder to wrestle. Uh, yeah. Truly, when someone is on top of you in the back seat of a moving car, yes, somewhat. Um, so as uh, Maxwell Silverhanger clangs away, uh, you, you you get to that old timey hobby of yours, breaking legs. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, hello. I didn't see you there. It's me, Tyler Hewitt. I normally play Everett Fry, but today I'm playing the role of guy who will talk to you about Patreon. That's right. Dum Dums and Dice has a Patreon. If you go to patreon.com slash dumdumdice, you can support us at a number of different levels. For example, for $25 a month, you get your name added in the special thank yous at the end of every episode. And you get to create an NPC of your own that will join the cast of Dum Dums and Dragons, or Blood and Syrup, or the Valentine Heresy in their adventures. You don't have to be bitten by a vampire to be immortalized, okay? It, it's, it can be so much simpler. Patreon.com slash dumdumdice. 
D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. Okay? Memorize it, type it, click it. The clicking part is, is subscribing. All right, you got this. Hey, friends, it's Ryan, but like regular Ryan, as himself, talking about dumb dumbs and dice. Yeah, so I'm one of the people behind this show. Obviously, you're listening to the show. You're loving this show. Somebody's doing great. Probably, probably not me, but like Tom, he does really good work. Tyler does really good work. Uh, third person also does really good work. I don't know what show this is on. But the important thing is that you can support the show and join the show at patreon.com slash dice. That's right. That address that I totally just said. Go there. Join Dum Dums and Dice. Support the show. It's going to be great. We cut back to um, Miles. So, Iris, uh, you're standing on the street corner. What would you? What do you think you'd be doing while you wait? Would you be trying to observe the club? Would you be checking in with Emily? What What do you think you're... I, I will tell you from a narrative perspective, they will arrive momentarily. So don't worry about like having to come up with a massive plan. I'm just curious what, what Iris waiting on a corner looks like. Well, I'm not sure how much my my premonitions can work to see what might what might come. Oh, damn. Yeah, actually. So if you want... So basically, the way premonition works is I will just occasionally give you free ones. But uh, because it is one of your powers, you can also rouse the blood mm-hmm. um, to activate it. So for example, and I think the way we'll probably play that just for our purposes is, yeah, if you want to know information about something. So for example, where did they go? Or what's in the club or any of those sorts of things. Um, I would say you can go ahead and rouse the blood. Now a rouse check basically is calling on the power of the blood to give you power of some sort. It's what you do when you wake up in the morning in order to animate your body. It's how you can appear human for a a time. Um, It is a, I believe a single die. Uh, It's just pure pass or fail. Uh, However, it can increase your hunger uh, if you fail. Let's give it a go. And uh, what specifically are you trying to get more information about? I, I, I think I want to know exactly what's waiting in the bar. Okay, wicked. Uh, so, yeah, go ahead and roll me. Uh, let me just confirm that this is, in fact, one dice. Yep. Um, da, 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 da. Yep, single die. That's a fail. So the <laughs> other thing you can do is, although I don't think you do it on a rouse check, but I just want to remind everyone, you can spend uh, willpower, which is like your mental health, uh, to re-roll unsuccessful dice. But let me just double check, because I think with a rouse check, you're stuck. Da, 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 da. Yeah, I think we're going to say you're stuck for the purposes of, of this. Um, I mentioned this last time. It, it's been, again, I know for, for you, dear listener, it's been mere minutes as you continue to binge our wonderful programming. Mm. Uh, for us, it's been like a, a lifetime and a half. Um, so for our collective memories... Um, one thing I just want to remind everybody is uh, part of the joy of this game is failure. Mm-hmm. So um, I would encourage more so perhaps than any other game, just just embrace those fails. Let's let's see where the crazy <laughs> takes us. So, Miles, if you can mark one additional uh, point of hunger down on your sheet. Mm-hmm. So what that means now is uh, anytime you make a dice pool, you'll have to include two hunger dice um, swapped in for your regular dice. Uh, you can get rid of that hunger uh, by eating. Um, so... Because you don't have the same conditions as our Ventru pals over here, um, to slake two hunger, um, you could drain uh, a large animal like a horse. Um, you could drain uh, a couple of medium-sized animals like raccoons, dogs, or coyotes. Um, you could try and eat a bunch of rats. 
Or you could go sip on a human. Um, I've got my followers, though. You do, yeah. So basically, for you, um, feeding... I guess what what I more so mean is if you are... F- this I'm, I'm not saying you, you need to do this. If you're desperate, this is what you could do. You do have followers, though, so when you go home tonight, you just be like... Give a damn arm. So you ha- you have to kill a person to get rid of all hunger, right? Yes. The only way to get to zero hunger is to drain someone completely dry. Um, so the way that time works in this game is generally in scenes or turns. Um, to drain a human and kill them, uh, it will bring your hunger to zero. Uh, it can slake up to five hunger, and it takes five turns. So the thing is, if we were in combat, for example, and Everett was almost dead, mm-hmm. uh, although you've got weird rules, uh, let's say Ridley. If Ridley was almost dead, he could spend like five rounds just like chugging a human to get back into the fight. Um, because normally if you're just trying to drink uh, non-harmfully, you can slake up to two hunger. So that's likely what you'll do, Miles, when you eventually want it. Um, and if you'll remember, um, the vampire saliva um, heals the uh, incisor wounds. Mm. So this is literally something you could just do to s- pretty much anyone and get away with. Um but uh, you, if you basically, it's all based on speed. If you take your time and you're safe about it, you can pretty much use humans as blood bags. If you are in a hurry or hungry, then om nom 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 nom. Yep. Right. Okay. Cool. Um, all right. So Miles, you kind of, um, I think for Iris, this power is still fairly new. So you reach out, um, kind of to <laughs> equivalent of the force. Um, and instead, um, the kind of combination of all the sparkling water in your stomach, (laughs) um, just kind of like, uh, you just kind of double over a little bit. Um, and yeah, you can feel your hunger, uh, increasing, but you did get the sense in the car that there's more to this bar than just a bar. If that helps. Cool. Um, so, uh, as you kind of straighten yourself up and, and readjust, um, the, it was a Cadillac, I believe you were driving, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, the Cadillac kind of, um, comes, comes around the corner, um, pulls up, uh, and you can see Ridley sitting in the front seat, just like kind of dusting his hands. Um, there's the Beatles are blaring very loudly. Uh, it's a very quiet, like street aside from the bar around the corner. Um, and, uh, you can see, uh, Martha's arms at odd angles in the back where she appears to have been strapped by several seatbelts into the back seat. What the fuck did you do? Okay. So we had a rough talk. Can you turn the radio off? Yep. Yep. Okay. So come, come closer. Okay. So Mm -hmm. she tried to kill us. Whatever you did, not applicable anymore. So try to murder us both. And then... I had to break... You, you smashed all of her limbs? She looks like mincemeat. Well, I, listen, I only broke a bone. Like, I didn't get in there. I could have, but I only broke a bone. It was his idea. <laughs> oh, Ridley. <laughs> yeah, it was my idea. We needed her to keep calm while I was driving. Yeah, Wanted well, to get here, make sure you were okay. Yeah, she's a vampire, so she can fucking heal up if we need to. But you got to make her fall in love with you again. She keeps screaming out she's going to fucking kill us. I forget how I made her fall in love with me. Um, I believe you rolled some tremendously good checks. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Um, Because basically on your skills, Miles, um, uh, Iris has um, awe, Mm -hmm. which you can use to kind of like jack up any charisma-based things, which is essentially both you being famous and you now being like vampire-powered famous. Um, so you could attempt something like that. I will say though, that I think narratively, whereas before she, that would have worked now, like 
the situation has changed enough that I, I don't think going up and be like, so how are you doing? Yeah. It's <laughs> uh, quite, quite going to fly. So the question I posed to the three of you is you've got the bar around the corner. Um, Iris, I think you quickly tell them kind of what you saw and uh, the vibe. Um, Ridley, I'm going to say, actually, and, and Everett, I would say it'd be very difficult for either of you to get within distance of this bar without it being, unless you want to try and stealth your way up. Um, neither of you are particularly subtle in your appearance and uh, they're going to be like one of you's a cop and one of you's probably trying to take over <laughs> uh, and they'd be right on both counts. So um, Iris, you explain to them kind of what's going on. Um, basically the question posed to the coterie is you have Martha tied up in the back of the car with broken limbs. You have this biker bar around the corner. How do you want to resolve this? Well, I don't think we can go in anymore. Well, I mean, you could go in, but that doesn't seem like a good fucking move all around. I can't. I, I, I literally cannot fight. I have no ability. I know, but... None. It, you get a premonition if you just been beaten to death by a bunch of vampires. Yeah. And listen, I thought you could just make anyone fall in love with you, like you have magical powers, but this is fucked. <laughs> just point at the broken limb monstrosity strapped I vote we keep her. <laughs> For what? I, 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 why? I can't make her fall in love with me again. Like, this is a wild animal right now. You think we can get information out of her? I don't know. Well, she fucking knows something about Montreal. We don't know nothing. We had those two Bouchard brothers. They don't know nothing. Yeah, they've been out for a while. Smash cut to them pouring over their books about the history of Montreal. Being like, oh, you know, I, I really wish they'd stuck around longer. We could have told them about all the interesting <laughs> stuff we know about Montreal. People really, you know, they don't give us the time of day because of uh, how much plaid we've got. Oh, well. And then they go back to filing their books. <laughs> yeah, you know, they're fucking French wankers. <laughs> <laughs> they fucking know nothing. So also this two ideas. You know me, idea machine. What if we lock her in a basement of the bar and get information, even though it's high risk, or we just fucking kill her? <laughs> Do we have any reason to keep a vampire alive if we think we can get info elsewhere? Does anyone need anything from a vampire? And I just point it like a broken limb blood bag. <laughs> we're going to need to know how to get in there because those are the people we were sent here to stop. Okay, so we do need intelligence. I will clarify, um, you know they are hassling the bar and that they have connections to, uh, to the Sabbat. You aren't 100% certain where their loyalties lie. Okay. But admittedly, it seems like a biker gang that has vampire affiliation is not in the Camarilla's best interest, particularly yeah. in terms of keeping the masquerade going. Yeah, it's not terribly secretive of them. Um, and uh, just another thing to flag, again, because it's been a while... Um, Tyler, you can only feed off vampires without feeling violently ill. Yeah. So you currently do not have a solution for that. That's Miles correct. has her herd. Yeah. Um, and uh, Ridley's got less discerning taste. Um, <laughs> Anyone who's evil. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll probably end up feeding off of Martha. I don't think we should kill her. Um, but. Um, so what you're saying is we should just fucking kill her. <laughs> um, Miles, Iris is pretty new to this murder gang. Um. Again, I think soon soon we'll, we'll be kind of far enough along uh, in the timeline that you'll all be like, we understand that sometimes people die, but this is admittedly the first time I think you've been truly confronted. Like, it's been a long night. A lot of people have died tonight. Um, where, where do you think she's at with this? I don't think, I don't want to kill her. I think we can probably get some stuff out of her, but but I don't know what to do with her. I okay. think she's still useful. So we take her back to the bar. We fucking chain her up in the basement. We can feed her and then ask things. Yeah, that works for me. 
Short term, till you can get her to love you again. Maybe we could do a whole Stockholm Syndrome. She'll be all of our friends. Oh, my. Wait. Oh, I fucking know what to do. Do you guys know about the blood bond? It's one of the fucking free things I know. No, tell me about the blood bond. If you feed a vampire your fucking blood, they fall in love with you, but, like, for real. And if you keep feeding them blood, they stay in love with you. You only got to do it, like, three fucking times. Hmm. So we feed her all of our blood, and then it's like we got a big murder daughter. <laughs> I'm going to say, for based on who you've got, my guess is the that you would likely feed her Iris's blood, I think makes the most sense. Um, narratively, I'm not going to let you have a weird blood daughter. <laughs> um, but given given her uh, previous predilection towards Iris, I think I I would allow that as a safe... Yeah, so we fucking feed bed. your blood. Uh, yeah, I don't need to put my blood in here. I don't know what... I, yeah, you. <laughs> she like you. I like that Miles and Iris have the same facial expression right now, which is like a mix of sadness, disgust, and like, yeah, I guess this is a thing we're doing. Yeah. Yeah, I guess uh, I guess we don't really have a choice. Yeah, then I don't have to break her legs again. Oh, please don't. I don't want to. I didn't want to do it the first time. I, so. think she, uh, I think she broke the masquerade. I think her friends know she's a vampire. I fucking believe it. Well, I mean, you fucking talked to one of them, right? And then you let him go. So he seemed to have the impression that she was, you know, special and different. All right. So let's go fucking chain her up. So what you know from the Camarilla, particularly your connections, uh, Tyler, would be that if she did, in fact, break the masquerade, then turning her over to the Camarilla would be um, correct. Um, Or killing her and then explaining that that's what happened. But... Given how shady all the vampire people are, <laughs> the amount of times someone's been like, we had to, they broke the masquerade, is probably pretty high. Um, so, uh, yeah, so that is one option. Uh, in the meantime, though, um, Miles, did you have, sorry, it looked like you had some you want to jump in? No? Okay, great. So, um, kind of taking one last look at the bar from distance, it, it looks like a fortress. Like, this place really does seem um, highly defensible and and just not, not necessarily a first night on the job kind of mm-hmm. kind of deal um that said um they these guys weren't regulars at mayday malone's they you know they were there for the night so the odds of them coming directly after you are low um uh, particularly because you didn't go into the bar uh so i think after kind of an incredibly long day of of vampiring or long night i should say um, oh <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to charge you a dollar every time you do that shit. Um, you uh, uh, pack Martha up uh, probably into the trunk so that you don't have to like, so Iris doesn't have to sit next to her all the way home. No, yeah. We just like tie her limbs together so she looks oh like Humpty God. Dumpty. <laughs> can I call my Uber again? <laughs> I mean, sure, you can. Uh, I've so already put her in the trunk for you. There's just like vampire <laughs> blood all over the backseat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't yeah, forget well, that. Someone's keeping him company. Also, it, it's a vintage Cadillac. That means there is a lot of There's a lot it's, of room. It's a very well built boot, American vehicle. As they say. Um, as only Ridley says. That's thing. right. Um, I put him in a boot. So, yeah, Iris, you call your. Um, you want to call your Uber again? Yes. So you message Emily and you get no response. God damn it. Emily! What's wrong with Emily? She's not answering. She never does an answer. Well, then. Maybe we should look into that. You want me to call you an Uber? Yeah. Hey, Uber! 
That's not how Ubers work. Are we all in the car? Because <laughs> I'm ready to go at that yeah. shouting "Hey Uber!" near the biker gang that we know is in like impenetrable. Okay, so I think you you pile into the car, Iris. I think after um, after Everett puts out a blanket or something over the amount of uh, gore in the back seat, um, you begrudgingly get in get into the back seat. Wait, you got gore in my car? I try to break their legs, but I've got strong fingers. I mean, it's You're cleaning that up. Um, it's I think squishy. It adds, it adds ambiance, <laughs> you know? You're cleaning that up. Oh, see, this is where we're going to have a fun battle of wheels later. Um, so having packed you into the car, um, Miles, Emily did send you an address um, for um, the um, loft that she'd found you, uh, sort of a studio loft. Um, it's uh, around the corner from uh, Mayday Malone's, so ni- nice and kind of conveniently close. Almost like your hunting grounds slash your whatever the fuck the term is that they use. But basically, like, your, you guys will have a neighborhood that's kind of yours. It's not directly next door because that'd be insane, but it's it's walking distance. Um, so you pile into the car, um, and uh, Everett, you kind of drive them back um, into town. Um, the sun is, uh, isn't rising yet, but, like, it's... it's you're getting getting on in the evening. It's it's coming okay. up on on morning hours. Um, you pull up to uh, the building. Um, the doorman had already been kind of told to expect you, Iris. So um, he gives you the keys uh, and he says, uh, "You know, Miss um, uh, Dunn, it's, it's it's an honor to have you staying in our building. Um, I understand that uh, your artistic types sometimes um, have uh, you know a, a bit of fun, uh, and I, I appreciate that. Um, however, we have had several noise complaints already from your unit. Um, so whatever you're you're doing there." Um, if you could, uh, perhaps just do it, um, maybe during the day, um, and maybe just, uh, inform us so we can inform others. That would be great. Of course. Gerald, Gerald, is it? Uh, yes, Gerald? it is Gerald. Yep. Yeah, Hi. of course. I'll go talk to my assistant. She's, she's the one managing the apartment right now. So thank uh, you so much. Uh, I'm so sorry. Oh, that, that's, that's perfectly okay, ma'am. Uh, honestly, I'm just, I'm just thrilled that you're staying, staying here at, at, at the Windsor Arms. Are you fan, Gerald? I mean, yes. Aww. And you can see, you, he like kind of quietly does a little like shifty step. He's like, um, uh, yes, but you know, also very professional. So, you know, I'll just, it's just nice. Uh, yes. Thank you. <laughs> hey, uh, Gerald, do you have like a large duffel bag? Uh, no, sir. The Windsor Arms is no duffel bag establishment. All right. Uh, if you hear anything from the car, just fucking give it a pass. <laughs> very good, sir. Uh, he looks very dubious. Since the, the Cadillac is like an old beater of a car, I'd like to think um, I've got <laughs> duct tape in the back for just like when a piece falls off. Uh, I can just duct yeah, yeah, tape totally. Martha's mouth shut so she's not <laughs> yeah, screaming. So the, 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 the you don't hear, I'll fucking kill you! From yeah. the trunk. Yeah, you, said you just hear, yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's, uh, uh, that's what the radiator sounds like. Honestly, sir, I wouldn't know. Um, so the three of you pile into the elevator. Um, you go up to the uh, the 10th floor, which is um, sort of where your loft is. Um, and um, as you uh, make your way down the hall, um, you can hear a, a commotion. Uh, you can actually hear Emily scream, no, no, please, no. Um, so breaking into a sprint, uh, the three of you rush down the hall um, and you boot open the door just in time to watch um, a large vampire in kind of uh, a very fine suit tear Emily's arm off. No! 
This episode of Love and Surf features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, and Megan Miles at Maggie Miles on Twitter, featuring storyteller Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode was edited by Tom McGee, and all of Dum Dums and Dice's art is by Decapitated Markers at Decapitated Marker on Twitter. That's M R K R. Our theme songs are What's Really Going On Right Now by Chase Allen Willis, and Traffic by Ty Engel, and all our ads use tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R. All of their music is available on freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dumb Dumbs and Dice, you can visit our website at dumbdumbdice.com, our Twitter and Instagram are at dumbdumbdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumbdumbdice. You can also get merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumbdumbdice, and you can join our Patreon of darkness, patreon.com slash dumbdumbdice. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. Sleep well, children of the night. Ah, 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 ah. Spooky. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, Long Long, Jason Denson, and Jill and Noel LaPlante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network where fiction producers flourish.